can it be any amount of days? Uh, yeah, so you have um, you have the Sunnah Atikaf, and then you have in the Hanafi Madhab you have the Nafal Atikaf. So the Sunnah Atikaf is fixed. You have to enter, you know, before the twenty, uh, the Maghrib of the twenty-first. You have to enter before that, and uh, you have to stay there until Eid is announced. Oh, Once Eid is announced, so after Maghrib you can leave. Okay. Um, you're not allowed to leave prior to that. There's no with Sunnah Tikaf. There's no flexibility. You have to be there prior to that time. You have to stay there until after that time. You cannot leave unless there's a necessity. Whereas with the Nafal Tikaf, in the Hanafi Madhab, it's really flexible. You can do any period you like. You can do a day, two, five days, seven days, eight days. You could do an hour. Oh. Yeah, mm -hmm. you know, and, and uh, according to Imam Muhammad al-Shaybani, the fatwa is on his opinion. He said, uh, uh, even a moment is sufficient. Assalamu alaikum. Hey, that's my role. <laughs> 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 he set me up. He set me up. He set me up. He set me up. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. To everyone apart from Tarek. Oh, yeah. Wa alaikum assalam. Welcome back to another episode of the Salam Seeker Podcast. We all hope that you've had an amazing Ramadan so far um, and today we're going to talk about itikaf. Yes, inshallah, we're going to continue our um, like virtues of Ramadan. Before that, how does everyone find Ramadan? Alhamdulillah. Yeah. Alhamdulillah. Is there anything, anything different from last Ramadan, Siddi? I feel like it's a little bit early, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, although obviously it's changed. Yeah, it's changed. Yeah, times yeah. changed. Alhamdulillah. But personally, uh, Alhamdulillah, because sometimes I suffer from migraines. Yes, but uh, that hasn't happened. It's been really, really good. Mashallah. Yeah. I feel like it's been a smooth transition into Ramadan. Mm -hmm. I don't know, like what you guys yeah, feel like. Yeah, yeah. What do you think? What about yourselves, Brother Ibrahim? How's it been oh, going? To be honest, <laughs> no? tiring. Yeah. At Nine a.m. Going to work. Because oh, yeah, 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 if you're physically yeah. going to work. Yeah. That is different. Mm -hmm. Alhamdulillah, I work from home, Sidi, you, you work from home, so it can be a little bit, yeah, more blessed. What about you, Fayez? <laughs> well, I have 9 a.m. lectures in London <laughs> and I come home at like 9 p.m. Oh, uh, so the other day I had, do, yeah. if I, I had to do that on, on the train. Oh, oh. Home, and that was quite uh, quite lonely. Um, <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, why is it lonely? You've got 300 other people. <laughs> <laughs> it's 9 p.m. There's literally like three other people on the train. Oh, right, yeah, yeah, yeah. has been okay. It's been okay. Maybe you can go on to the virtual iftar. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's only every Thursday, Cindy. Oh, yeah. What day is it you ask? <laughs> <laughs> virtual iftar every Thursday, inshallah, starting from the 30th. So please do join. Inshallah. Yes. Um, yeah, but today we will talk about Itikaf. Um, Ibrahim, prior to us uh, starting this recording, <laughs> you asked a very uh, natural question. A lot of people will ask Muslims. Uh, what, you said, What is Itikaf? Yeah, so, yeah, so Siddi, if you would like to just let, uh, tell us it briefly what Itikaf is. Yes. So it was the Sunnah of the Prophet in the last 10 days of Ramadan, he would essentially seclude himself in the masjid. He would just remain in the masjid, wouldn't go home, Muhammad. And the point was to focus especially on ritual worship. There is an element of seeking Laylatul Qadr. Okay. Uh, that relates to etikaf. There's an element of that because obviously Laylatul Qadr can be any of the uh, last ten nights of uh, of Ramadan. More likely, the odd nights mm. uh, of Ramadan. So there's an element of that as well. In order to focus on trying to catch uh, Laylatul Qadr, if one is in the masjid, then there are fewer distractions. So Alhamdulillah, it's a, it's a beautiful, very powerful spiritual experience because when uh, and I always advise people if you've never performed etikaf 
uh, at least do it once. Why? Mm. First, because it's a sunnah of the Prophet, so it's good to do it at least once. And secondly, a lot of people um, benefit from it greatly and essentially become attached to it. I know of people that have done it once and then they do it almost every single year. Mushroom, and, a, and a friend of mine, the most I bless him, he does it whenever he can throughout the year. Because Etikaf is not restricted to the Sunday. Yeah, that's, that's another misconception. No, it's restricted to Ramadan. Yeah. You can do it outside of Ramadan. Um, but whenever he finds some time of work or weekend of work, he'll go do Etikaf in the Masjid. Yeah. Uh, a week of work, he'll go do Etikaf in the Masjid. Because oh, he Allah. really benefits from yeah. it. You know, he's away from the dunya and can really focus on reciting Quran, praying Salah, Dhikr and such things. So essentially what it is is, you seclude yourself to the masjid. For women, they do it together. Yeah. You seclude yourself to the masjid. You focus primarily on ritual worship, and it's a it's a it's a period of time in which you are focusing on the worship of Allah Subhanahu Wa Taala. Siddi, Jazakallah Khair for that. Siddi, you know the word itikaf. What does it actually mean? Uh, uh, linguistically, itikaf uh, refers to um, kind of. Uh, being attaching yourself to something, okay. yani, or being uh, persistent regarding something, because yani, okay. yani, he was attached to such and such a thing, or was persistent with regards to oh, wow. such and such a thing. Here, you're being persistent in staying in in the masjid, or you're being you're attached to the masjid. You remain in the masjid. Oh, wow. Okay, that makes sense. Yeah, yeah. I always wondered. Is there like uh, can it be any amount of days? Uh, yeah, so you have um, you have the Sunnah Atikaf and then you have in the Hanafi Madhab you have the Nafal Atikaf. So the Sunnah Atikaf is fixed. You have to enter, you know, before the twenty, uh, the Maghrib of the twenty-first. You have to enter before that, and uh, you have to stay there until Eid is announced. Oh, Once Eid is announced, right, after right. Maghrib you can leave. Okay. Um, you're not allowed to leave prior to that. There's no with Sunnah Tikaf. There's no flexibility. You have to be there prior to that time. You have to stay there until after that time. You cannot leave unless there's a necessity. So yeah. it's the full nine or ten days, depending on Ramadan being twenty nine days or thirty days. Whereas with the Nafal Tikaf, in the Hanafi Madhab, it's really flexible. You can do any period you like. You could do a day, two, five days, seven days, eight days. You could do an hour. Oh. Yeah, mm -hmm. oh. and, uh, and, uh, according to Imam Muhammad al-Shaybani, the fatwa is on his opinion, he said uh, uh, even a moment is sufficient. So you just enter the masjid, you make the intention, I'm performing nafal al-Tikaf, and uh, as long as you're there, you're performing nafal al-Tikaf, and then when you leave, you leave. So do you know with itikaf, can you do an itikaf and still talk to someone else, like uh, not someone else who's doing itikaf? Yeah. Yeah, this is, uh, uh, you know, alhamdulillah, this misconception has been eradicated largely nowadays, but people used to have this idea that if you speak during etikaf, your etikaf is nullified. Mm. And they, when they needed to communicate, they write it down on a piece oh, of paper. And okay. say, this, alhamdulillah, this <coughs> has been dealt with a long time ago. So people used to have that misconception that it nullifies it. It definitely doesn't nullify it. But even then, there is, you know, as you raised, there is this idea of... Um, you know, not not speaking too much because yeah, yeah, you can't get away from one. Can't get away yeah. from that. Uh, but also, you're in the masjid, yeah. and generally speaking, in the masjid, you're not supposed to uh, converse regarding mm. dunya a lot. Yeah. I don't talk and stuff. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So, can I be cheeky to say that if we all make intentional itikaf now and we're in the, trying to do something for the sake of Allah, will we be doing itikaf, or do we have to be in the mosque? <laughs> we have to be in the masjid. Oh. That's why we need the salams. Come on, see this. Bear with us. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, sister can do that. 
Yeah, okay. Yeah. Sister okay. can uh, sister's etikaf is at home. Sister's etikaf mm -hmm. is preferred at home. Uh, she will perform etikaf ideally in the, in the part of the masjid she considers, uh, sorry, part of the house she considers to be the masjid of the house or the musalla of the house, meaning mm. the kind of prayer area of the so house. So it would have to be different to something that is maybe like... Yeah, there should be some difference yeah, there, ideally. Yeah. And a lot of people, certainly in our communities, they don't really have this a designated area, so yeah. she can designate it when she's ready to perform etikaf. Yeah. But uh, mashallah, I, I strongly encourage people as soon as possible in your life, perform it once, even if it's a nafal one, okay, and you're doing it for three, four, five days, see what you benefit from it. Yeah. It's a sunnah, as I said, but secondly, it is a very powerful experience. You, so, uh, speaking from experience, Siddhi, hmm. how did you find it when you, before you went into Itikaf, and then after you came out of Itikaf, what did you genuinely like see that was different to before going in? Hey, I don't. When it comes to spiritual things, I don't like to speak about myself personally okay. too much. Yeah. Um, but the, the point is, or, or, or let's generalize it. Yeah. Let's generalize it to a general question. Hmm. Someone, because there is benefits to it, right? Yeah. It's sunnah, and therefore there's yeah. going to be benefits. So, what yeah. benefits could In, someone expect to see? Yeah, uh, it would differ from person to person. Yeah. When you, you know, you're, you're in the masjid for nine, ten days continuously. And then and you go back out yeah. and, and into the, the dunya, what can certainly happen, it, it feels like a different place. It yeah. feels strange, you know. It's, it's not a case of like, hey, who are you? <laughs> 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 it's, not, it's not a case of that, is it? No, it's not quite that. <laughs> I, I can compare it a little bit, although it, it is different. I can compare it a little bit to when you go to Umrah and then you come back. Oh, yes, oh, yes, yes, yeah, okay, yeah, yeah. you go to Hajj yeah, and yeah. you come back. Yeah, yeah. Although it is different. everyone's yeah. worshipping, everyone's yeah. Yeah. in the constant yeah. ibadah of Allah subhanahu wa and then you just come in. Yeah, yeah, although this, in, in from one perspective, obviously nothing is, is as great as Hajj and Umrah. Yeah. Makkah and Medina, of course, nothing is as great as that. But from one perspective, from one perspective, this is more intense because even when you go to Hajj or Umrah, you're still speaking with people, you're mixing with people, you're going out to, to get food, yeah. etc. You even socialize yeah. you, you do all of that. Whereas this, all of that is cut out. Yeah. Yeah. See? So from a perspective, it's even more intense. Yeah, because you're in one space. One do you understand? Space. It's like so you go from Quran recital to du'a, from du'a yeah. to dhikr, from dhikr to salah, even to yeah. sleep, even sleep in the masjid yeah. itself is well. it's yeah. a beautiful experience. Yeah. So, what would a, a typical day for someone in itikaf look like mm. from the morning to just one day? Yeah, let's start with the dajjud. I did. I mean, they don't have to. Yeah. There's no. The obligation is simply to be in the masjid for the etikaf to be valid. But, you know, what's normally done, they pray to hajjid, okay? Uh, they have their suhoor, miyal, there's fajr time, and fajr time they pray the fajr prayer, they also busy themselves with recitation of Qur'an, or dhikr, um, supplication, and so I think a lot of people, and this is a very good idea, a lot of people will also spend some time reading and studying. Oh, yeah, that's a, really a good idea. idea. Yeah. Yeah. So you can listen to audios and stuff. But you could do. You could do. It won't nullify anything. Well, it's better maybe uh, to do books. It might be better to read books and certainly uh, read a translation of the Holy Quran, mm. read translation of Hadith of the yeah. Prophet Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam, and then yes, read Islamic books as well. Yeah. Some masajid, Alhamdulillah, during Etikaf, they have lessons for the for everybody, but, for the, but especially uh, for the people in Etikaf. Oh, wow, that's really good. It's really good. I, I Where I did my Etikaf uh, once, many, many years ago, yeah. I was in a masjid where they had a whole program. Oh, subhanAllah, yeah, that's they amazing. They had uh, three, four lessons a day. 
Maybe we should do something like that. Yeah, so yeah. answer Salam Seekers. Yes, good idea. I'm guessing, I don't know for sure, but I'm guessing most masajid have something. You know, yeah. Maybe a lecture yeah. a day or but something. But to have a like full on program yeah. Yeah, catered around the person who's at the car, that's really yeah. nice, isn't it? Yeah. Because, yeah, sure. you know, if you organise it, they, you can study a good bunch of subjects. Yeah, because 10 days where you just focused on, like, that, uh, you could learn a yeah. lot. Look at my courses. Yeah. Fiqh of uh, fasting. Yeah. Six hours, essentially. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. Six hours. Six yeah, hours. Yeah, yeah. How many hours you yeah, got? Yeah, yeah. You can do a lot. A lot, yeah. course, it's Eight hours, 16 hours, depending on yeah, the You can do most of the fiqh courses. You can do so yeah. much. Yeah. You could really gain a lot. So, you know, that that's good as well. Obviously, you can't, you, not you can't, but you might not want to do too much of that because yeah. there's also a focus on ritual worship, but there's uh, an abundance of good. You know, one of the mistakes people might make is sometimes, you know, they, they might just sit and chat with the other people doing it. Mm. Have to have brief exchanges is okay. And to speak about religious knowledge is a good thing, but sometimes they can err a little yeah, bit. Just speak about bit yeah. no, which is inappropriate. Yeah. Um, my, I've got two questions. One is, what kind of sunnah is it? Uh, there's a little bit technical in the Hanafi method. They call it sunnah mu'akkada kifaya. Okay, which means that it's an emphasized sunnah, but a communal emphasized sunnah. Essentially, what somebody it means, the ummah does it. Somebody, <coughs> yeah, here they localize it to the masjid. Yes, every masjid should yeah. have somebody performing etikaf yeah. as a sunnah. As long as somebody does it, we're not going. To, we're going to say, oh, the entire community has uh, is is not guilty of leaving the sunnah. Yeah. as yeah. long as somebody do, yeah. does it. But as an individual, it's recommended. Okay, it's and the second question is the. Obviously, our Prophet, peace be upon him, he performed it. And I always think, you know, someone like him who, um, subhanAllah, who's so blessed, um, who's in the right path, everything, like all the perfect, you know, the perfect being you can ever imagine. If someone like him performed it, what about people like us? You know, would you not think in the sense of like encouragement, you know, people like us should Perform it yeah, of course. You need the Prophet is at the height of spirituality and perfection and still doing <coughs> such things. So uh, even it behooves us even more so to do so. Also, there is something else we can learn from that when, when it comes to spirituality, meaning when we're speaking, because ultimately when we say spirituality, there are many misconceptions out there of what spirituality yeah. is and many uh, manifestations of it which are actually problematic. But when we're actually speaking about spirituality, what we're speaking about is our relationship with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And anything that relates to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has no end. Yeah. You know, there's there's never a point you can be so close to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and you can't get closer. Yeah. Yeah. There's no end to it's Allah infinite. subhanahu wa ta'ala. It's yes, infinite. infinite. Yeah. There's never a point that you have so many of the blessings of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, they cannot be more. They mm-hmm. can be more. The favors of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, they can't be more. They can be more. So that's the point. Even somebody as perfect as the Prophet sallallahu alayhi Always, when it comes to the relationship with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, always seeking more mm-hmm. and more. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Sure. Sidi, what advice would you give to someone who might be in an area where the masjid doesn't allow for, like they don't have some sort of structure in place where people can do it, but they really want to? Is there a way yeah. that you can approach a masjid to, to encourage yeah, them to do it? Uh, speak to the masjid inshallah and ask them to provide and even uh, you know uh, there is this flexibility in fiqh in law where if there are certain necessary facilities they don't have you can do that at home let's say for example okay. a masjid is you know they're, they're just constructing it the prayer hall is done but there's no wudu facility no toilet room etc yeah. you can still perform at the gav there and then you go to your house when you have these needs yeah. oh, there is that flexibility if that's not available 
to the extent I was surprised when I saw this in the books of uh, Hanafi Fiqh I was quite surprised I didn't think they were going to be that flexible but they said if somebody struggles to use the toilets in the masjid they could actually go home and do it oh, really? no, but uh, if I was class toilet but let me know what if it's like a half an hour drive or something yeah it should ideally it should be close but the point is the tie one on the way Anybody performing at the Gulf needs to study the fiqh because not everything is that flexible. Oh. They gave that exception because yeah. obviously it's a necessity. Yeah. <laughs> but it's not, oh, you can just leave whenever you like. Yeah, no, yeah. It's generally, Sunnah the Gulf is quite straight. But yes, ironic, well, surprisingly, yeah, yeah. they did so if you're, mention if you're, that. If you're missing your dear wife, you can't, you can't, <laughs> yeah. just, you can't just pop in just have a conversation with her. No, you can... Uh, let the the shock uh, <laughs> increase. <laughs> I'll increase the, yeah. Yeah. I've got a question, Siddhi, regarding sisters doing a takaf, right? So, a there's a little bit of a misconception around um, a few few cultures where sisters shouldn't be doing a takaf mm -hmm. because they have the responsibilities of preparing food, etc. Whether these responsibilities are true or not, or like you know, again with, within the law, I would say that's a different matter. What kind of advice would you give to the the Ummah or the Muslims out there that you know feel like maybe sisters can't, uh, you know, the ones that really want to perform a takaf? Um, what kind of what can we do to allow them to help and give facilitate? Them, yeah, uh, uh, help and facilitate, and know you'll share in the reward. Mashallah, they'll be doing the hard work. Yeah, yeah. you know, Mashallah, worshiping and reciting yeah. Quran after Quran, and, uh, but you'll share in the reward. Inshallah, to facilitate. You know, this is your, uh, your first of all, just to help people and support people in pious deeds they want to do is generally a positive thing, but. Also, you know, the, this ibad that this person is doing, you'll share in the reward and will bring <coughs> blessings into your house. So facilitate. It's far more important than, you know, what you're going to have to eat for iftar, for mm. example. So, you know, the quality of food might not be as great because maybe you have to cook instead of your <laughs> spouse. But, um, or it might increase the quality. Or it might increase, you know. <laughs> uh, there might be certain sacrifices you make, but make those sacrifices. First of all, it's good for Muslims to sacrifice for one another, for spouses, even more important, inshallah. But the best way is always the following, that both parties, if we're speaking about husband and wife situations, both parties consider each other. You see what I mean? Yeah. So the wife, although she really wants to do it, you know, she considers the husband's... So there's not more no emphasis on the man doing it to cough. Over a, well, a I've never okay. come across that. There's more emphasis yeah. on the man, though. Yeah. I mean, only from the perspective that you need somebody in every masjid, and that's going to be a male. But that's just one person. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But uh, no, these things should be facilitated. We should sacrifice one another. Yeah. Um, can you tell us a little bit more about the history of Ithagaf? Like, how did it come about? And was that something Prophet Salam always did, even prior to Islam and things like that? Oh, you're talking about like the cave, uh, when he was in that cave of Hera? Yeah, I mean, I suppose there's some relationship between what was happening in Hera and what ultimately became Etikaf, although that's not recognized legally as Etikaf, because Etikaf is in a masjid. But the idea of seclusion is there. The idea yeah. of cutting yourself off, distancing yourself from the dunya uh, and the distractions of the dunya and, uh, and uh, the way the dunya busies you to just focus on worshipping Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So although legally there might be a difference between the two, but you know, in essence, in, 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 uh, from the perspective that it's seclusion and it's a focus on ritual worship, there is a connection. So how do we say, like, where did it come from in the sense, like, why did Prophet Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam start doing it? Was it something revealed in the Quran? Was it... 
Uh, so the Sunnah Atikaf, that's mentioned in the Hadith of the Prophet The Prophet used to practice this and the authentic Hadith mentions the Prophet did it for the last 10 days and then said if I'm around until the next year I will do it for 20 days. Mm-hmm. Oh, this is where we get the concept of you can do more than just the last 10 days. So that practice is mentioned in the Sunnah and obviously anything the Prophet does or practices, the assumption is it's a command from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, it's guidance from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Whereas in Hira, what was it happening in Hira was the Prophet you know, looking to turn away from and, and distance himself from the, what the pagans the were doing. Yeah, yeah. yeah which they the were idolatry and stuff. Yeah. And just focus on and find a place and a situation where there's none of that. Yeah. And let's focus on the worship of Allah. Subhanahu and in our day and age, there's a lot of mm. idle stuff happening. That's a good way of coming out, like yeah. going away from that and then but then doing it the cough, right? Because even the phone or what we see or what we hear, it can really mess up your mind and uh, you know have an impact on your soul. Another question, Siti, I wanted to ask, which I actually do not remember. <laughs> no, no, because I actually was going to ask. Oh, so sorry. We know itikaf is a, a really nice blessing and really good and everything. But regarding those that do itikaf without consideration of <clears throat> anything other than I have to do the calf because it's a sunnah. Yeah. What's the advice on that? Yeah. Are you like neglecting family, yeah. neglecting yeah. children? You, you yeah. can't do it. Yeah, you, you can't. You know, you, uh, the calf is important. It's beautiful. It's powerful, but uh, it's not fard. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh-huh. and you have when you have obligations, they have to be given priority. Yeah, you know, if you for months and months and months you've not spent any time with your parents. Yeah, right? and now you've got some time off work. And yeah, because that's what everyone usually you. takes Ramadan, yeah. you know, last week, last 10 days. And they're month. looking forward to spending time with you, like, no, I'm off to Atikaf, it's not right. Mm. You see, yeah. that's an obligation. Same with spouses, same with children. Yeah. So, you know, again, look, uh, what I will say to people, let, let's let's find a balance. Okay, so this person's got the last 10 days off work, parents are saying, give us time, wife's saying, give me time, children are saying, give us time. Okay, you can't do 10 days. Yeah, you can do a day, maybe yeah. you can do two, maybe you can do three. Everything should be a balance, inshallah. Yeah. But yes, those are those things that are obligatory are a priority. Yeah. So the I wanted to touch a little bit more on the fixed side as well. So if a sister is doing the ten days, and if she comes on her menses and she has to come out, she yeah. has to make that up. And she should have fast, to, right? according to the strongest opinion in the Hanafi method, she'll have to make up one day. Yeah. Oh, just one day. Just okay. one day. Okay. There is an opinion that says all of the days that were missed, but the strongest opinion is one day, and yes, she'll have to fast on that day. What if the what if we say a brother who has to come out because of a, a important necessity? What's the ruling on that? And actually, it applies to a sister as well who doesn't yeah. go on the menses yeah. but comes out. If it was the sunnah itikaf, yeah, you have to make up one day. Same rule. Same rule. Uh-huh. It will become wajib to make up that day, and uh-huh. fasting will be required unless it was nafal itikaf. Nafal itikaf, no problem. No problem. Okay, yeah, because the restrict- there's no time restriction on. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, alhamdulillah, I think so. No, any other questions on itikaf? I think. There's a lot of things we can talk about the takaf, but it's alhamdulillah. The main main thing is, inshallah, try to experience it. Yeah. Yeah. And um, you know, and try to get the benefits and blessings of it. And I think it's a really good way of getting yourself out of what's happening in the dunya yeah. and just our phones and things like that. So alhamdulillah, it's a different kind of experience, isn't like it? Detox. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Like, Spiritual like, detox. Yeah. I feel like you learn a lot about yourself, Sudi. Yeah, that's something that's... You come out of it, the car. We need to be careful of the word come out nowadays, don't we? (laughs) (laughs) When you come out of it, the car, you kind of like reflect and you realise, subhanAllah, like I spend my time a lot doing this or whether talking about it, whatever Mm. it might be, and then you do 
I feel like it does give you this time mm. for reflection. It's true, yeah, it's we true. We need to probably do more so. That was I something think, I was thinking yeah. earlier, Siddhi, when I said about Professor Salam doing so, it the calf. Yeah. And, you know, why are we not? Because, yeah. you know, we, I feel like we need it so much. We need it more, yeah. yeah. yeah I so. think mindfulness and reflection is something that we should do anyway. Mm-hmm. But it's hard because we say, what's the excuse? We don't have time. Like that's the excuse we make. Nobody was busier than the professor. Just carrying the greatest so responsibility in human history yeah. was on the Mubarak shoulders of the yeah. Prophet. And, he, and when you look at the Sirahs fulfilling so many roles in that community, they found time for everything. Time for that's family, just, uh, children, grandchildren, spouse, the community, uh, ritual worship, everything. So, you know, as long as a person organizes oneself and prioritizes correctly, and trust in Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala you, you can uh, you know you can get an abundance of blessings from that's time. true yeah I think we need to have the trust in Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala yeah, that is very I important. think I think yeah I think we can do organization etc which is important but having the trust that yeah. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will look after yeah. everything and you and everything inshallah yeah. Alhamdulillah, I think let's uh, let's end it there. Inshallah, we will continue our gems. Uh, it's, not, it's not titled that, but yeah. uh, we call it uh, gems of Ramadan. And next next time we will talk about Laylat al Qadr. That's I wasn't trying to touch on it too much because you spoke about it uh, initially about Itikaf, but I thought we'll we'll leave it for the uh, next podcast. Inshallah. Um, Inshallah, please, you know, I'm just going to say your bit because you took my bit. So it's, it's, a, knock, it's a knock on effect. So um, like. Uh, subscribe, share, uh, please allow us to continue doing this uh, good work and inshallah. And you can sign up for the virtual iftar. Yes, well. yeah, so uh, virtual iftar again, um, starting on 30th of uh, March. No, yeah, yeah, March, yeah. <laughs> so, when this comes out, the first virtual iftar would, would have gone out already, yeah. but inshallah, it continues until uh, the last Thursday of Ramadan, where it, anyone that's um, uh, a newly reverted Muslim or some anyone who's doing iftar on their own, please just join the Salam Seeker team to 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 break your fast with us. And anyone else is invited as well, inshallah. And uh, Siddi Noor and uh, Sadia they will give uh, talks spread out over four weeks on uh, on certain aspects of the inevitably very brief talks and Q and A, inshallah. Okay. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh.